What is going on you guys and welcome back to the channel. Today's video is gonna be a really, really special one for me and it's gonna be a very, very different type of video than you're probably used to. Definitely, because this is the first time I've ever really done this. But earlier this evening, prior to coming into the office here, I was kind of kicking back as I do most evenings and I was just watching some YouTube and I was watching one of my favorite channels that I follow, which is the channel PPC Ian. You guys know I've mentioned them on the channel from time to time. If you're new to the YouTube community, maybe you're not familiar with him, but this is a dividend investor out of San Francisco. And he really resides with and kind of falls into this dividend uh, strategy and approach in the stock market. And this recent video that he posted really I thought was a special one. He actually had an interview going on or a conversation, you know, chit chat type of deal with one of his subscribers who was also a longtime investor, quite knowledgeable and quite experienced. And he's somebody that has gone through that progression of dividend investing and building up a portfolio and accumulating, accumulating, accumulating to the point now where this uh, fellow, this older guy, is now, he's not that old, but he's, um, he's at the point in life where the cash flow, the income generation, the passive income, I should say, that he's earning from his portfolio is now paying for his lifestyle. Why this video hits home with me so much was that as investors that are just kind of starting off their career and journey, it can be very hard to envision 20 years out, 30 years out, and kind of see that end result, right? Uh, that we all kind of strive for as dividend investors or investors in general, right? Just to reach that, you know, financial freedom or financial independence, so to speak, that we all talk about and hear about. And even if you're not young, even if you're, you know, 40, and you have 20 years to retirement, it can be tough to envision that end result. But what's cool about this guy that he had on named Sam, he is giving the perspective of an ordinary human being like you or like I, who has gone through that. You know, it's not a mutual fund company or a fund provider saying, our dividend fund is gonna get you here and this is great. It's no, this is like a legitimate person that just done the right things over the years and is now at a point where he can live the lifestyle he wants with his, you know, butt or his expenses, well, his expenses are covered, right? Um, yeah, that's kind of the goal. And, you know, Ian's a channel that, for those of you that don't know, uh, a couple years back when my channel was just kind of getting off the ground, like really, you know, just getting started, he went out of his way to make a video and included me in that video about five channels or five um, YouTubers that, you know, he supported or that he saw would be promising and ones to kind of follow within the community. And I'll never forget that day that he posted that video about me. Even at the time, he was somebody that I highly look up to and still do today from both an investor standpoint, a YouTuber standpoint. He's someone that I feel really, really cares about educating his uh, subscriber base and really bettering the community here. So it really meant a lot to me back then. And this, I guess you could say, is a way of me returning the favor. And hopefully for those that are not familiar with him, if you guys like my content, if you resonate with what we talk about here, you're gonna love Ian's channel, okay? The mindset, the approach, the stocks he talk about, I constantly hear stocks that I'm looking at on his channel, I'm like, nice. We really, really align in that sense. With Ian, I have no question what his motive is. It's to really build a strong community of investors. It's to really educate people and help better their lives 
through education and through, in his case, dividend investing. So regardless of your, if you're a dividend investor, regardless if you're just uh, new to investing, you don't know what strategy to take, or even if you're an investor who's not into dividends, this is a clip that I wanna share with you guys, about 20, 25 minutes, I believe, which I think will just give you guys some really good perspective, some really good reminders, and just some really good education and chit chat at the end of the day. With that said, I guess I can sign off here. Ian, if you're watching this video, I hope this is okay me doing this haven't asked you, but um, I don't really see why not. Actually, what I will do for him is I'll actually link the, I'll link his channel down below. I will link the video down below. So if you actually are wanting to go over to his channel, you can go pop some views on his video rather than just staying here and watching it. But regardless, this is information that I think should benefit everyone. Really, really much enjoyed this uh, conversation and I'd be happy to share with you guys. So with that said, I will sign off now. If you guys enjoy, give this a thumbs up. Like I said, I'm going fishing uh, over the weekend, so you probably won't be hearing from me all too much uh, for the next little while, but I will be back next week with some more content. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this really fun conversation with Ian and a subscriber named Sam. Hey everyone, Ian here from PPC. Ian, we just had our dividend investing meetup at Starbucks, and I'm here with my friend Sam, who is a seasoned dividend stock investor. I'm gonna ask him a few questions in the video today. Um, talk about some of the things we discussed at the media meetup and also his experience with dividend stock investing. And a fun fact, if you've been watching my videos for a long time, back in 2019, I had the pleasure of interviewing Sam here on this channel before. So welcome back, Sam, to, um, to the channel. Great to be here, Ian. I'm so happy we could get together in person because we've been uh, not been able to do that for about a year and a half now, and we missed the last meetup, but I'm glad to be here and happy to talk about stocks. Yeah, yeah, it really has been a while. And so it's a true blessing to be able to have these meetups in person again. And so we want to talk about a variety of things today. I would want to start off actually just with a fun topic about United Technologies, because uh, we were just talking about this at the meetup just now. And we were talking about United Technologies becoming Raytheon Technologies, spinning off Carrier and Otis, and how that was really a successful event for dividend investors. I own those stocks and I know Sam does as well. Sam, what has been your experience with United Technologies and Raytheon Technologies? Well, I have to say I was skeptical of the two spin-offs that they would do anything, Otis and Carrier. I thought, well, especially in a the pandemic, they spun off right before the pandemic happened. And I thought, well, who's gonna be you know, working on elevators or installing new elevators or escalators in malls or buildings or anything? But those two stocks, Carrier and Otis, have performed Stunningly, I, yeah. I think uh, Carrier's up over 100%. Otis, right around the same. Uh, and uh, Raytheon was the laggard of the group, yep. which is uh, unfortunate. But I'm happy to have all three of them. And I think they're both, they're all great companies. I'm going to continue to hold them. I wish I had uh, bought more uh, Carrier after the spinoff. I did not. I just kept the shares that uh, I was given. But, you know, maybe there'll be time to add some later on. Add it to Raytheon. And... I think it's a great company. I, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, aer uh, aerospace, and I think it's a, you know, going forward, it's a great company. But very, very pleased with Carrier and Otis, and plan on continuing to hold those for maybe forever. Absolutely, yeah. I would, I would echo uh, Sam's sentiment that I've been very pleased, and I would say uh, sometimes when these activist investors get involved and they recommend splitting up a company, it gives a dividend investor a little bit of anxiety, like what's going to happen. But this was one of those cases where, really, as Peter Lynch teaches, sometimes 
spinoff can be a really good investment and perform really well. And so this was just, I would say, almost the poster child of, hey, when something does spin off, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a really good thing for, for a long-term investor. Yeah, and, and companies that I would normally probably would not be interested in uh, and probably would have never bought on the open market, mm -hmm. I, I'm happy to have and glad I do. Sometimes you sure should, you know, doing doing nothing is a good thing, and that's certainly the case in dividend investing. Certainly was the case in the market in the last year. Some, you know, don't panic. The market's crashing. Buy stocks. Uh, and just you will be rewarded in the long term, and that's what the dividend investing is about for me. It's absolutely it's about the long term reward, and you know, so far so good. And I think we talked about this, how the pandemic really proved dividend investing is a, is a worthwhile endeavor and a solid endeavor. We did suffer some dividend cuts, but overall, my my dividend income went up last year, not as much as it would have gone up in a normal year, but it did go up, and and several companies raised their dividends, and it was just a a great test for the whole theory, the yeah. whole strategy, and I'm very, very pleased with it. So I want to dig into that a little bit because Sam, uh, for those of you that don't know, he has been investing in dividends for a very long time, and he's been very successful with his strategy. Uh, Sam, are you experiencing now financial freedom from dividends? Are you basically using dividends to pay your bills? I am. I am. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, I'm no longer adding new money to my account. I am only taking money out. I take all my dividends in cash. I reinvest about half of them and I spend the rest. Yeah. Paying my bills. That's what yeah. I do. So it's, it's paying for my lifestyle. He's a good portion of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of dialing back on the work and, yeah. uh, I didn't tell this, tell you this earlier. So this, I'm throwing this today is my 57th birthday. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Nice. And, uh, and, uh, so I'm, you know, I, I do, use dividends to, to fund my lifestyle to a great degree right now. And if uh, you guys can probably see on camera, but in person as well, he probably looks about 40, 45. And so that's yeah. probably a um, element of dividend investing as well, that it, it uh, brings a lot of value to one's uh, lifestyle and to um, how they can experience life. And, and would you say that dividends have changed your life in many ways or allowed you to um, enjoy uh, different experiences and having more time that you might have not had otherwise? Yeah, I, I will say that. And it just, as you get older, you, you focus on um, going forward your, your, your bills and you understand what it takes to live. And I think it, it's a great comfort knowing I have that cash flow coming in every month to pay my bills. As I like to say, there's, you know, they always say there's the only certain things are death and taxes. Well, yeah. I would say the, the third thing might be bills, right? I mean, yeah. bills, bills are going to come at you every month. And I, I really do sleep well at night because I know that I will have enough cash, you know, put into my account at the, at, at, in every month to cover the basic necessities of life and anything excess I can just enjoy and do those other things. But yeah. the basic necessities are now covered and that's a great feeling. Absolutely. And now I, one thing I want to go back to is Sam brought up this point about the pandemic and when the market did tank. One of the things we discussed today at the meetup was just, hey, the market really had a V-shaped recovery. It didn't go, it didn't have a W-shaped recovery. It just was kind of down, back up. It was really quick. And I remember at one point during the downturn, there was even a prominent kind of activist investor on CNBC telling people that, quote unquote, hell is coming. Like, you know, things are going to get very bad. And um, I'll tell you just personally as a dividend investor during the downturn, I was, many of you guys know, I was buying stuff 
stocks. I was taking the opportunity to average into high quality stocks. And I'd just be curious, Sam, you've been through so many market cycles over the years. You've been investing for a long time. What was it like, like in the moment during the pandemic? Um, how were you viewing that? Were you viewing it as an opportunity? Were you getting uh, scared at all uh, during the downturn? Like, what, how did you personally, as a dividend investor, look at that correction? Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I bought the bottom. Yeah. I bought the very bottom. Of course, I bought every day before that and many days after that. I was buying stocks every day. Yeah. And that's what I knew to do. And I and I bought more than I know. I'm always buying stocks. Yeah. Good markets or bad markets, I am adding to positions that are on sale all the time. And I did more buying during that period than I than I usually do, but that's what I was doing. I, I, I knew it would come back. It always does. I did not think it would come back in eight months. I thought yeah. it would take a few years. Yeah. Uh, and I told my wife that I remember saying, this is going to take a while to come back. And boy, was I wrong. And th that's the thing. You're going to be wrong. But if you, you stick stick with a strategy, you will win in the long term. Yeah. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm happy the market came back. It was great. Um, but I was buying stocks uh, as fast as I could. And it's with this, you know with as much money as I had. And yeah. I was happy when the dividends paid so I could buy more stocks. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was doing the same for, for a lot of you out there who follow me on Twitter. It was it was crazy back then, basically buying every day. Um, and it, it sure did uh, come back quickly. It was very interesting to see that this particular correction and recovery was a lot quicker, it seems, than anything we had experienced in the past, such as the great financial crisis that happened previously. So it's very interesting. Um, I would uh, One question I would just have, um, uh, Sam, you've been in dividend stock investing for a really long time. Has Is anything like different right now? Are you looking at anything differently now in 2021 than maybe you did back in uh, earlier days? Are there any parts of your strategy that have evolved or anything that you just keep top of mind now that might be different than in the past? Or is it? are you looking at dividend stocks right now um, you know, the same as, as you always have. Uh, I'm actually looking at them in a more loving way. As I, I appreciate them more now yeah. going through that correction was pretty bad. And it was the 2009 correction that sort of got me into the whole, uh, dividend thing. I was a stock investor, no doubt. And I had a portfolio of ETFs and, and some mutual funds, but I realized that if I needed the money, uh, if I would have to sell in a down market, and that's a terrible thing to do. It's a terrible thing to have to un to, to sell an asset when the when the prices are low. So I, when I read the book, I think I mentioned this the last video called um, the dividend drill. It talked about how you could live off the dividends, and you don't have to sell your stocks at a bad moment, and it, it's a very comforting thing. So I appreciate yeah. being through that, being through the, the correction we just went through. I am even more happy with the, the strategy. I think it's really paying off. Um, as far as other stocks, I'm looking. No, I'm I'm I, I'm tending to look for more yield now. Maybe a little bit as I get older. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm maybe you know I'm, I think as I mentioned I'm buying a General Mills right now, which yeah. I think is a good value. And Clorox, we were talking about that. I'm buying those stocks. I do have some high growth companies in my dividend portfolio. I own I, my largest um, position is Microsoft. I bought it a long time ago. Very thrilled with that. Yeah. The way that's turned out. I think I mentioned when I bought Microsoft, it was yielding 3%. Wow. That's hard to believe because it's it's much less than 1% now because it's gone up so much. Um, but so I'm sort of leaning more towards higher yielding stocks right now. Yeah. Uh, that may change if, if, the, if, the, if the fast growers you know take a big dip. But 
that's what I'm doing now. That's great. Yeah, and I see that a lot on the channel because different. there are all kinds of investors in our community, and it's now um, almost 80,000 subscribers. And I have folks who are just starting out in their 20s. We had another um, a member of the community who joined us at our meetup. It was really wonderful today. Um, shout out to Andy. And um, he's got more years ahead in his dividend investing journey. And then we've got uh, folks who are um, further along in the journey. And I think there are different stocks that may make sense for, for different groups. And, and certainly people who are at retirement or really close to it, sometimes the higher yielders, it, it makes sense because it gives the cash flow right now. And so I'd be curious, Sam, we were talking about at the meetup, just General Mills. Um, what do you think about, about General Mills and like the Blue Buffalo acquisition? Yeah, we talked about that because at the time Blue Buffalo happened, I was not happy about it. I was a shareholder of General Mills at the time and I thought they overpaid for that company. I think it was $7 billion or maybe more. Uh, yeah. It seemed like a lot of money for dog food, a small dog food company. Which, But I was wrong. Again, I was wrong, and they were right. That's why I buy these companies is to have them manage them because they know what they're doing. And uh, that, that acquisition has turned out to be wonderful for them, and they are now back on the track of raising their dividend. They, they, they paused it for a couple of years, which was fine. Um, I just like the company. I think it's well run. I think it's a staple in, the, in, in my portfolio, and I like that. Um, it's yielding, I think, about three and a half percent right now. So, any time it uh, gets down to the low teens, I like to buy it and add to it. Um, and same with Clorox. I think Clorox is a, was a good buy. You know, uh, recently it's kind of shot up since then. But yeah, um, you know, you got to strike fast. That's why I'm always buying. I always buy. I mean, I, I buy stocks almost every day. Wow. Yeah. You know, really two, three, four shares, maybe not, not a lot, because I don't have a lot of money. As I said, I'm not adding money to the account anymore. I'm just reinvesting dividends. And uh, so I do it. I do it. I, I like to buy stocks because now it's free. You know, you don't have to pay yeah. commission. So you can buy a couple of shares of something and feel okay about it. And that's a key point. I know we have a lot of international investors here too. And hopefully this trend is going internationally. But in the U.S., um, it's very prevalent now that there are just no commissions anymore. And so it makes it possible to do dollar cost averaging even more frequently than, than someone might have done in the past. And so that's probably something you've seen change over the last 20 years or so that it's possible now to buy stock every single day. Yeah. That's really I, exciting. I, I think I mentioned this uh, earlier on, that the, when I started trading with Schwab, late 80s, I guess, um, it was $49. Wow. And that was a good deal. Yeah. That was a good deal. That yeah. Was a, that was the, the low-cost discount broker. They were the low-cost discount broker. It was $49 to buy stock. Yeah. So now it's free. It's just amazing. It's such a great thing. And it's such, that is such a powerful thing for individual investors to have zero commissions. I mean, the, the, the money you're saving and, and the fact you can buy a little bit every day if you want to do that. Some people say, I oh, save it up. I buy it all at once. Hey, great. Whatever works for you. I don't, <laughs> Whatever I'm not, works for I'm you. I'm not telling anybody to do anything. I, you know, as long as you're in the market, I think that's the place to be over the long term. Absolutely. And I think that was one of the key things in the meetup today, too, is there are so many different flavors of dividend investing. There's people that buy every day like Sam. There's people that buy every week like myself. There's people that prefer ETFs or individual stocks. But it's all dividend investing. And there's many ways to go about dividend investing that meet the goals of each individual. I have another question for you, Sam. You're, um, as I am, a fan of Clorox Company. Could you tell me a little bit about um, what you think about Clorox, a local company here? Yeah, uh, I'm a, I live in Oakland, and uh, it's one of the. It's a, I think it's the only S and P company that's actually based in Oakland, which uh, it's great. Um, it, it had a big run up last year during the pandemic as everybody was buying their Clorox wipes and their bleach to sanitize this and that. Yeah. And uh, the stock ran up 
got way overvalued, and I did not buy any Clorox. That yeah. I did, did zero shares yeah. that I buy last year. But it, since the beginning of the, well, since about the end of last year, it's come down quite a bit. And uh, I started buying it, I think, when it hit about 180, and it went all the way down to 170, I think, and it's turned around. And I was buying shares every day, just yeah. a couple, two, two or three a day, just, just building that position as it went down. And uh, it uh, it turned around very quickly. It, it went down to 170, and you never know. It could have gone to 160, 150. You just don't know. That's why I buy stocks, you know, as often yeah. as I can. And it's now kind of turned around and heading back up. Hopefully, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the market. But it's such a great company. It's such a long-term uh winner i think it, it is a not a large market cap at 22 billion dollars and i think uh it's 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 international exposure is limited right now yeah. and i think that's a place that they can really expand over the next couple of years and grow their sales and i'm i'm very excited about that company it's such a such a well-run company such a great uh, portfolio of products yep and that's the key thing people think clorox is just the bleach but bleach is just i think 45 or so percent of their business or uh, not only bleach but cleaning products they have other businesses as well including like kingsford charcoal glad bags uh, you were saying hidden hidden valley ranch dressing salad dressing salad so dressing. they've got all kinds of different products over at clorox with limited international exposure right now so really a sweet little company that i've been purchasing recently too but i did avoid during the pandemic um when it had uh, gone up glad to such, i owned it but didn't want to buy any such heights absolutely absolutely um, well, um, Sam, uh, one, uh, one or two last questions. I would be curious for uh, just your thoughts. Um, if you were starting over now or hypothetically you're thinking about starting over in dividend stocks, do you have any thoughts or suggestions um, on uh, do you think dividend stock investing is still a good strategy these days for someone who's just new to stock market? Because one of the things that came up in the meetup is a lot of newer investors, especially people in younger generations, they're finding opportunities all over and there's all kinds of we like interesting opportunities some of them kind of wacky that didn't exist before like dogecoin and amc stock and gamestop and those types of things and um sometimes dividend stock investing it doesn't get as much press it doesn't get as much excitement out there as some of these um robin hood trading uh style style stocks and so i'd be curious like here now in 2021 sam do you think uh dividend stock investing for newer investors for younger investors still has its its time and place and uh, do you have any thoughts for those types of investors? Well, I do. Uh, I know it's very difficult to hang out if you're young and hang out with your friends and watch them uh, or listen to them talk about how much money they're making in AMC and GameStop and all these kind of stocks. Um, I, if I had started when I was 20 years old in dividend investing, I would be I would have retired longer ago yeah. because that's just the reality of it. Um, and I know it's not exciting, and I know it can be boring, but that's okay. Investing should be boring if you're doing it right, I think. I, yeah. the, the, again, I'm an older guy. I know these are kind of antiquated ways. But, uh, yes, I think if, as long as you get started. Now, you can get started with an ETF. You can get started with anything. I think as long as you're in the market and you're understanding, learn about stocks, understand them, then you can maybe go into, especially with a small amount of money, it's hard to buy individual stocks, I think, and sort of feel good about it. So maybe you want to start with an ETF, a broad market ETF or index fund. Um, and then branch out and start buying individual companies. And uh, there, there's a host of them. You can, there's the dividend aristocrats. Mm -hmm. You can read about those. They are, they are stocks that have raised their dividends for the last 25 years. I've yeah, seen. yeah. And that's a great place to look for them. Uh, and I would recommend it because I really enjoy understanding a company and what they do. That, that is part of the attraction for me. It's not just owning stocks. I, I really like Clorox. I love their products. I buy their products. 
Um, I, you know, I, Home Depot is my second largest position. Yeah. I, I love that company. I go there all the time just to see what's going on, what they're selling. And I, you know, I, I, I enjoy that part of the investing and I feel connected to the company. I don't know if I felt that way when I owned uh, ETFs. I feel connected to these companies and I like that. Uh, they always say you shouldn't marry a company, but you know, that's not, or don't love it because it's not going to love you back. But I don't know. I kind of do love these companies. Yeah. You know, I, and I think they're going to be there for me in the long run. That's the point. And I, you know, hopefully the long run is a lo- much longer time period for me. And I know it is for you. And you know, it's, uh, it is, it is about sleeping well at night. And that's Absolutely. what I do. I, it, dividends give me that comfort that I have that cash flow coming in and that's what I want in my life at this particular time. And I know when you're younger and I was younger, I was in the dot com area and yeah, I, was, yeah. I was doing the crazy things and, you know, trading stocks and it, you know, I made some money and I lost some money. So, yeah. all, but you can't consistently count on that to, to fund your lifestyle. And that's, that's what I learned over the time. How long have you been dividend investing? Well, like I said, I, I think I started in 2009. Wow. I had been in the market, like I said before, um, you know, like ETFs. I did own some tech stocks in the 90s, but uh, I just realized that, you know, I, I have a certain amount of income that I need and I, and I don't want to have to sell stocks at yeah. an opportune time. That's what I learned. It's like, especially in retirement, you know, maybe yeah. when I'm 70 years old, if, if you get into a bad bear market that lasts maybe 10 years and you have to sell off your portfolio to live, that's going to be a difficult thing to do. And you may, it may, you may run out of money yeah. because you don't know how long that's going to last. But the companies that I have, and I have 42 now with the spinoff from uh, United Technologies, uh, the odds are that 99% of them are going to keep paying those dividends and if not raising those dividends. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm not, so I don't worry about that. I don't have to worry about selling off a stock at, when, when the market crashes to, just to pay bills. Absolutely. And I think that's a really key point about dividends is with a dividend, you can use the dividend to pay your bills. And so you don't have to sell the goose that laid the golden egg, if you will. You don't have to sell the equity. And so Sam is an OG investor, been around doing dividends forever. He's someone in the community that um, has achieved the dream through very hard work of um, using dividends to pay for his bills. And so I just want to thank you, Sam, for making the time today, not only for the meetup. We had a great meetup um, about an hour and a half here in Foster City. We have the beautiful lagoon behind us now. Uh, We met at the Starbucks, of course. And so, Sam, thank you for making the time today to share your story, your insights uh, with everyone out there, because I know a lot of folks out there love hearing my perspective, but it's even more exciting to hear from people actually who have um, have been dividend investing and um, achieving the dream out there in addition to myself. So thank you for taking the time. Well, Ian, you are welcome and it's a joy to be here and it's so great to be back in person. Oh my goodness. Uh, and uh, you know, to everybody out there, it's a, it's a real pleasure to meet this man. I really appreciate what he does and we are all better off for what he does because uh, we're all becoming better investors. Uh, you got me to buy Starbucks. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. So he talked me into it, even though it was a, it seemed a little overvalued to me. Yeah. I don't know if I would have uh, bought it, but you convinced me. So. And now it's even more overvalued. Yes, now it's even more overvalued, and yeah. I own lots of it. So thanks. Yeah, well, you are welcome. And thank you, Sam, for, for all of your knowledge and support. And to everyone out there, um, I will do my disclosures and disclaimers at the end of the video. But before we leave this segment, just in terms of a disclosure, the stocks that we just mentioned, both myself and Sam own those the stocks that we talked about here. Um, and also in terms of just a disclaimer, this is just an informal conversation. And so 
certainly uh, just sharing our personal stories and uh, uh, for fun and entertainment purposes um, only. And thank you everyone for tuning into the segment here. Um, and I'll see you all in a minute. All right, everyone. So I really hope you enjoyed that interview with Sam. Thank you again, Sam. It was such a pleasure having that opportunity, my friend. And I also want to say thank you to Andy for showing up to the meetup as well. Andy, it was so wonderful meeting you for the first time. Andy's been watching the channel a few years. He was able to make this meetup. Thank you, my friend. It was so awesome meeting you. That's my favorite part of all of this is the friendships um, around dividend stock investing. And so if you enjoyed the video today, please go ahead and smash the like button. Uh, show some love for the channel. Smash that like button if you enjoyed the guest interview with Sam. Please go ahead and subscribe as well with the notification bell. I want to reach 100,000 subscribers. That's my goal. Um, by the way, I'm on Instagram. I'll link to that in the pinned comment. I just did an Instagram live on Monday. I'll probably do another one next Monday. So uh, connect with me on Instagram for more great content on dividend investing. If you love what you see here, I've also got 39 bonus videos on Patreon. It's only $3 a month. You can cancel at any time. 39 videos, guys. So check that out on Patreon. I've got like 175 plus patrons who are loving it over there. Um, if you are a patron and you, you want to um, share with others, what's your experience on Patreon? Put it in the comments below and I'd love to see you all over on Patreon. And before I leave today, um, in terms of a full disclosure, I'm an affiliate of Voyager and BlockFi. In terms of full disclosure, I own a lot of the stocks mentioned today. I am long... Starbucks, ticker SBUX, Clorox, ticker CLX, General Mills, ticker GIS, Apple, ticker AAPL. I am along Walmart, ticker WMT. I am long Raytheon Technologies, ticker RTX. I am long Otis, ticker OTIS. I am long Carrier, ticker C-A-R-R. -R. I own all of those in my personal dividend stock portfolio. I'm also long crypto assets like Bitcoin and uh, GUSD, Gemini US dollar coin and um, USDC, US dollar coin. I own those in my crypto portfolio. In terms of a friendly disclaimer, today's video is not investment advice. I'm not a licensed investment advisor. Today's video is just for your fun and entertainment. If you're going to go out and invest in the stock market or anywhere else, please consult your licensed financial advisor first. It's possible to lose a ton of money in the stock market and crypto. So proceed with caution, especially because this market has gone up so high. I'm just sharing my journey here for fun. I love you all. Thank you for your support. I'll see you in the next video.